welcome back to the Sporting Bacon Podcast. Um, so today I'm going to be talking about the my NFL predictions pre-training camp. I'll probably make another predictions video based off this one um, around when training camp comes and like preseason, and then I'll make one final. So this will be like three parts. Um, so I had some points of em- so what I'm going to go I'm going to go over the points of emphasis some dark horse candidates then my actual awards and then my like predictions for the playoffs and all of that so I've got like one main point of emphasis for each division the NFC East the Cowboys are just I can't trust them whatsoever they have so much talent on that team they have a ton of talent on that team. You have Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, CeeDee Lamb. And then you've got a pretty good offensive line, even though you're going to be missing Travis Frederick profusely next year. But on the defensive side of the ball, I don't really see that much oomph. I see Leighton Vanderek, and I just see everybody else. Well, I see Demarcus Lawrence, but I they have so much talent on the team, but I don't think they can take it. They haven't. When are they? They haven't made the playoffs. I think since their thirteen and three season when they got beat by the Packers in the divisional. Uh, but even with that, they um, I don't trust Prescott at all. None. Everybody's saying how he's going to get this big contract. He doesn't deserve it, to be honest with you. Unless he wins this year, he doesn't deserve that contract. Like. He hasn't shown – he doesn't have a playoff win. And he's been starting in the league for, what, four years? With the surrounding cast he has, I'd hope he does. And he doesn't. I just uh, – I can't trust the Cowboys. Next on, we got the NFC South and my Atlanta Falcons. I, I've i got them as dark horses this year. A lot of people are counting them out. But, like, if we play our offense – it could be all first-round picks. Like, our entire offense would be first-round picks. But I don't think anybody's really questioning the offense other than maybe the offensive line because our guards are unproven, so is our right tackle. But um, our defense is going to really have to show up next year because we are very inexperienced on that side of the ball. We brought in Dante Fowler, and we have $10 million in cut money from cutting Desmond Trufant. Um, and I don't know who we're going to pick up. I'm hearing a lot of rumors about Benny Curry and Everson Griffin, which, I mean, I'd rather have Griffin than Curry, but he'll be much more expensive. But I don't necessarily think it matters because he's going to be a one-year contract either way. But I just – I think that the Falcons could definitely make some noise, even though they're in the best division in football, hands down, with the Buccaneers and the Saints, along with them. Panthers, aren't not so much, but – I think that's just my outview on them. Um, the Buccaneers, I just – Tom Brady, in my opinion, is pretty washed. But I guess we'll see next year with that receiving core and Gronk back and a defense that's nowhere near as good as his one that was in New England. But we'll see. Um, next, we're going to be talking about the NFC West in its entirety. Uh, the 49ers made it to the Super Bowl last year, like completely blindsided me personally. Um, I didn't have them making my playoffs last year. Um, I had the Rams making it instead of them. I, I guess I was wrong about that. I thought Todd Gurley would be better for them than he was. I guess he's still hampered by that ankle injury or knee injury or whatever it was, was, um, 
but Gurley is now a Falcon, and they have Darrell Henderson and Cam Akers as their new backs. And I've never really trusted their receiving core or Jared Goff, and their defense is deteriorating. And it's basically just down to Aaron Donald and a bunch of who's who. Um, but their defense, I I don't trust it. I guess I'm going to keep saying a lot, but I don't trust the Rams whatsoever. Uh, the 49ers, obviously, they I think they might have gotten a little bit worse since the Super Bowl, but their defensive front has definitely improved with Javon Kinlaw. Uh, I forget if they picked somebody else up in the first round. Uh, they picked up Brandon Ayuk at uh, Arizona State. I think that he'll be a good pickup. Their receiving core is going to be their problem on offense because Garoppolo doesn't have all that many targets. He has, what, Ayuk. Kendrick Bourne, uh, excuse me, their number one receiver. What's his name? Uh, well, nonetheless, they're not, they're lacking in the receiving department, but Kittle kind of makes up for it. Uh, uh, the Cardinals, with the pickup of DeAndre Hopkins, I'm going to talk about Bill O'Brien's complete idiocy later. They, they, highway, they committed a highway robbery on the Houston Texans, um, and just, I do think that they could make some noise. I just don't trust Kyler Murray enough necessarily to put them into like the top tier of teams. And then you got the Seahawks who honestly are kind of wild cards to me because I don't like Chris Carson personally. I think he's overrated. Um, their receiving core is kind of, eh, they got DK Metcalf, they got Tyler Lockett, they got, it's just kind of a revolving door. Tyler Lockett, that's how it's been the last few years. Um, but nonetheless, I think that they are like a good division. They're definitely top three in the league, along with the NFC South. and Yeah, they're second, definitely, on the NFC South. Um, then you got the NFC North, and boy, it's almost as bad as the NFC East because – I don't like the Vikings at all, but I trust them more than I trust a pissed off Aaron Rodgers dealing with his front office completely not let like completely passing on what at least five quality first round receivers where they traded up to get a quarterback that's eventually going to be his replacement. I, I'd be angry, especially when your third receiver I've. Oh, wait, they got Scantling Funches. Okay, they, they their receiving core isn't that bad, but they would have loved to pick up a receiver to pair with Adams. Um, I don't like the Vikings, but I guess they're the favorites. I, I've never liked Cousins, personally. He His arm is just so inaccurate at times that it can really affect the way they play. Losing Diggs didn't help either. They brought in Justin Jefferson, who I think, well, well, I'd probably say he'll be better than Diggs in the long run, but it's going to hurt them this year. But Diggs was making a big deal of everything, so better to get him out than to keep him. I also think he's pretty overrated, um, but that's beyond the point. Um, the Lions and the Bears, I think the Lions are a lot better than the Bears at this point just based off the fact that they have a – quarterback that is semi-proven, not in the playoffs, but just in general, while the Bears have Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles, 
And Nick Foles is probably the stupidest proven quarterback I've ever seen because he's won a Super Bowl, but he can't win three games with the Jacksonville Jaguars. But um, they're, the, the Bears are going to be terrible. Their defense is getting worse and worse by the year, not by a ton, but it's just slightly deteriorating. Um, and the Lions are just kind of there. They could make a playoff push, but I highly doubt it. Uh, now onto the AFC, I guess. Um, a dark horse candidate I definitely have for the AFC is the Denver Broncos. Um, I don't like Melvin Gordon a lot necessarily, but him and Lindsey together could definitely open up the offense, I guess. Um, and Locke, I think, is going to take a big step forward this year, along with that new receiving core of Hamler, Judy, and Sutton. I think that that could be a three-headed monster in the future, and that's it's going to kill secondaries. It might do it this year, but it definitely will in the future. Uh, and their defense, their defense is back to elite status, in my opinion. From what I've seen, they traded for A.J. Bouye. Uh, they made another move, but I forget what it was. And they still got Vaughn Miller, and their defense is going to be elite next year. I wouldn't say it's as good as when they won the Super Bowl, but it's going to be very good. And that's, like, my dark horse going to be for the AFC. Um, the NFC East without Tom Brady. It's there. The Buffalo Bills are okay. 10-win team at best. But the division is horrible this year. The Pats don't have a quarterback. They're, the most proven quarterback on their roster is Brian Hoyer, who has gone to, what, eight teams? Won, what, 20 games maximum? Just sitting behind some crabby quarterback, getting thrown in the mix, getting beaten up. He had one okay year with the Bears, I think it was, when Cutler was still there. That's beyond the point. But the Pats are going to be bad. The Jets are going to be terrible. Adam Gase is one of the worst coaches I've ever seen. Um, their offense is going to be stagnant, especially if Bell doesn't go back to Pittsburgh form. I don't like Darnold either, for that matter, but I think it's just because they didn't develop him properly. Um, and the Dolphins are just too young. Their offense and their defense are both just too inexperienced to make a real run, but they're definitely the second-best team in this division, in my opinion. But I think the Bear, I mean, the Bills' offense makes it or breaks it for them because their defense is going to be good. It's not going to be elite, but it'll be pretty good. It'll keep you in games to where if you score 20 points, you'll probably get a win. But I'm just not sure if I can trust Josh Allen enough and Devin Singletary and Stephon Diggs and all of these names that don't really go together to win you a game in the NFL. But I guess we'll see this year because they have the weakest division in football. And I, there are so many just – there are really strong divisions and there are really weak divisions. And the NFC East is definitely one of the examples of a very weak one. Um, now on to the AFC South. Um, it's basically, it's, hmm, it's hard to describe because it has such high potential, but then such lows with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Leonard Fournette won't play for them. Yannick Ngakwe won't play for them. I honestly can't tell you 10 players that play for them. 
Chark, Minshew. It's Telvin Jack still there. Telvin Smith. I think he's disgruntled. I think Miles Jack is disgruntled. It's it's just terrible out there. Um, then you have the Colts, who I don't like Phillip Rivers, especially at his age, coming into a new team with T.Y. Hilton, Paris Campbell. Who did they draft this year? The guy from USC. Uh, whatever. Um, but they brought in a few receivers to help him out. They got Brissett. I think Brissett is probably more reliable at this point. Played for them for three years off and on with Lux retirement and Lux injuries and Lux everything. Um, but now we're on to the Titans, who I think contenders. They got Derrick Henry. They've got an overrated Ryan Tannehill that just hands the ball off and makes basic reads and hits one of a few decent receivers. And their defense is all right. It, I wouldn't call it elite. It's, it's borderline okay. Um, but the Houston Texans, someone needs to shoot Bill Bryan in the foot just for him to learn a thing or two, because his brain is so incredibly small when it comes to GMing moves that it kills me. He trades a first round pick for Brandon Cooks when he gets a second round back for DeAndre Hopkins. Do you, do you understand how stupid that is? You just traded a top top three receiver in football for a second round pick. And then you turn around and trade your first round pick next year, because you've already traded your first round pick this year to get Brandon cooks, Brandon cooks, the journeyman wide receiver of the NFL. And he's solid. I'll take him as my number one receiver, but you know, it, I could do better. And the Texans could do better. They could have Will Fuller, Kenny Stills, Deandre Hopkins, top three receiver core. No, let's just trade him for a second-round pick and a washed-up David Johnson. Sounds like a good trade to me. Bill O'Brien, the dumbass of the AFC South. I love Deshaun Watson. And he is going to get his career ruined by a a complete dumbass in Bill O'Brien. And now we're on to my last division, AFC North. Um... My basic question, who are the Browns? What do they want to be? Because I don't trust Baker Mayfield. I can tell you that right now. I don't think he should have been the number one pick in that draft. I don't think any of those quarterbacks should have been the number one pick in that draft. Should have been my – wait, Miles Carroll was the number one pick. My fault. But it shouldn't have been any of them because none of them were proven enough to be a number one pick. Sam Darnold was inexperienced. Baker Mayfield was a walk-on that was a loose cannon. Rosen was Rosen, and thank God they didn't pick him because Rosen is looking like a complete bust. Running out of names here. It was just, it was a bad place to be picking first, and they didn't do well in it. Uh, But Beckham overrated as hell. I do not like Odell Beckham on a personal level. I've never met the guy, but he seems like an idiot. Seems like a diva. I wouldn't like to, I wouldn't like to be around him. And their entire, like they have two elite tight ends and Austin Hooper and David and Joku. 
They have Jarvis Landry. They have Hollywood Higgins. They they have all of these tall, lanky, non-slot receivers that don't make a whole lot of sense together. And they have Nick Chubb, who I also think is overrated. I think the Browns are just, in general, not as good as what everybody thought they would be. But I might be wrong. They might make the playoffs and completely surprise me, completely blindside me and show, hey, we actually are these guys that can be decent. But they didn't show that last year, and that might have just been Kitchens because Kitchen was a terrible – Kitchen was – Kitchens was a terrible coach. He shouldn't have been coaching in the first place. But they just wanted an offensive guru that could handle Baker Mayfield. Didn't do well in it, but he, he did it. Completely drove him into the ground. Miles Garrett had an episode. It was just, it was just terrible. But those are just my points of emphasis. Uh, just looking over the NFL, seeing what I think is interesting. Um, I guess we're on to my dark horse candidates for awards and like teams that could make some noise. So the only teams that I have making noise past um, Wild Card Weekend and getting eliminated are the Falcons and the Broncos, because I think the Falcons' offense is high enough octane to withstand some of, like, the other aerial attacks. Like, they're not better, but I think that the Falcons could luck out. Julio could have a really good game. Gurley could get back on his feet. That offense is amazing when you put it on paper, and they're all healthy. So you got the Falcons and the Broncos, who have another high-octane offense with an even better defense. And honestly, I think a lot of people are sleeping on them. And I've thought this ever since the draft and I saw their defense. They've just been lining it up. And it's it's. I think the Broncos could make a run. But uh, Tier 2, I got some teams that could knock it into the wild card. Make a little bit of noise there, but not much further. The Dolphins and the Raiders. Uh, Dolphins, they're too inexperienced. Like, I don't think they have any playoff experience on their roster, period, except Matt Breda, who was on the Super Bowl winning 49ers. Oh, wait, no, the Super Bowl 49ers. Um, lost my strength of thought for a second. Um, the Raiders, I just think that they've got a core that could probably bring them to the playoffs, but I don't like any of their people necessarily. I just, it's a weird group, and I think that they could go somewhere with it, but I'm not sure. But I'm a Clemson fan, and I like to think that Hunter Renfro, Trayvon Mullen, it's basically adopted Clemson in the NFL. Um, for awards, um, some dark horses for MVP. I got two quarterbacks and a running back. I think if the Bills prosper without Tom Brady in the division, I think Josh Allen could definitely be a dark horse. I don't know. I just don't know who else would win it on that team. Um, Aaron Rodgers, definitely. If he comes back, the Packers are really good. And, like, he's just impresses everybody. I don't see why he's not the MVP. And that's the same exact thing with the Vikings and Dalvin Cook. Because Dalvin Cook is a workhorse, whether you want to believe it or not. And he could definitely he, – he would be one of the running backs to be able to win MVP. Him, McCaffrey, and Henry. Those are the only – and maybe Barkley. If the Giants somehow do something. And that would be the most insane thing I've ever seen. But some unknown, lesser-known guys that I think are going to break out this year. Um, Devin Singletary, the RB from the Bills. Same thing as Josh Allen, but he's just not very well-known. Uh, Chris Thompson, 
played for the Viking. I mean, not the Vikings, the Redskins a few years back. He's one of those gimmick backs, pretty elusive, can do a lot of things with the ball. Um, he's playing with the Jags right now, and he's going to be probably one of their offensive options because I, I doubt Fournette plays a snap in there this season. And then Marquez Valdez-Scantling, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, wide receiver for the Packers. I don't like Funchess all that much, so he'll probably be the number two option behind Adams. And if Rodgers does indeed have a really good season, I think that he'll definitely be a big part of that. Um, now some guys that I think are completely overrated. Uh, Dak Prescott, Baker Mayfield, Brian Tannehill, Carson Wentz. Wentz just his his inconsistency. He they wouldn't have won the Super Bowl if they had Carson Wentz, in my opinion. Foles' magic just came into play and beat the Patriots. That's my theory. I don't think they would have won had Carson Wentz been at the helm. I think it's that simple. Nick Chubb, basically the entire, except Jarvis Landry, the entire Browns offense is overrated. I'm just going to get that out of the way. Everybody hyped it up so much, I never really felt it, but I said, hey, they could make the playoffs. But, no. I'm I'm not feeling it. Also, Chris Carson and Melvin Gordon, two guys that, Gordon's kind of a diva, Carson not really. Carson's injured. Gordon's been injured. I don't really blame him. I wouldn't want to be a Charger either. Um, but, um, Gordon could definitely do some big things in Denver with their offense. A uh, couple receivers. I don't like Amari Cooper all that much. I think he's just a vertical threat. He can't really do much more than just run down the field and try to catch a lob over the top. Um, and that's the same thing with Stephon Diggs. He can't do a whole lot after the catch other than the Minnesota Miracle. I don't eh, – he's just not really – he doesn't really do anything for me. Um, so now it's on to my actual awards. Um, so you'll see why this is the way it is um, when I get in my playoffs and, like, my Super Bowl. But uh, we got the MVP of the league. I got Deshaun Watson. Because I think if he can put up great numbers, not get hurt, just like get the Texans some wins with their weakened defense, with their weakened offense due to Bill O'Brien's headassery, the Texans could be very good. Um, offense, offensive player of the year, same from the NFC South, uh, Derrick Henry. Workhorse back for the Titans. I think that he could do very big things in his first like full season with the league knowing who he is and how much he can dominate a game. I think he could do some very big things. Uh, defensive player of the year, I got Nick Bosa. I think in his second year, he'll come into himself more. He'll definitely dominate. He dominated his first year, but I think it'll be amplified, especially with all of that line has, and you can't really just leave somebody out because one of them is going to get a sack whether you want to or not uh offensive rookie of the year uh i got joe burrow from the bengals uh so i i didn't really see anybody else i could put there because i don't i i saw tua and edward Hilaire. and i i trust edward Hilaire, but i don't think he'll 
have enough time to get that award in the Chiefs' stacked offense. Um, and for Tugavaloa, I just like Burrow better for winning this award than Tua. But I guess that's up to interpretation. Um, and defensive rookie of the year, I got Patrick Queen, linebacker, taken late in the first round to the Ravens. I think that he'll be able to lead that defense. He'll be able to, like, completely dictate what he wants to do on that side of the ball. Get to the quarterback sometimes. Play some coverage, you know. Comeback player of the year, I got Ben Roethlisberger. Off that injury, whether it was week one or it was the preseason, he he barely played last year. Things happened with Mason Rudolph that shouldn't have happened. And I think that they can definitely make a run this year. I'm not saying it's going to be a good run, but I think they can make one. Um, game of the year is going to go to one of the playoff games, which I will mention in a second when I get to the playoffs. So the standings, I just split it up into what teams make the playoffs with the new seven-team system. And I'm not going to go over everything, but in the AFC, I've got the Ravens in the first seed. The Titans are going to be playing the Steelers in round one in the 2v7. The Chiefs are going to be playing the Broncos in the 3v6. And the Bills are going to be playing the, playing the Texans in the 4v5. Um, and then coming up just short are the Browns, the Dolphins, the Chargers, the Colts, and the Raiders. All around maybe nine to seven win, not nine to seven, like nine to six wins, somewhere in there. I don't know exactly where they're gonna land, but they'll land somewhere in that area. Um, so I'll just go over the AFC picture first to the championship. So I got the Titans beating the Steelers in Tennessee. I got the Chiefs beating the Broncos in Kansas City. And I got the Texans beating the Bills in Buffalo. I think that's going to be a tough matchup. I think it'll be a fun matchup. But I'm just not sure that I can. I trust Deshaun Watson so much more than I trust uh, Josh Allen. Uh, and then I've got the Ravens beating the Texans in Baltimore because Lamar Jackson is Lamar Jackson. And I got Patty Mahomes beating the Titans again. I don't like that, but I think that. Chiefs are going to be too good to beat by the Titans because Tannehill isn't a dominant enough passer to really warrant them beating them. And on the AFC side of things, I mean NFC side of things, I got the 49ers in the one, the Saints in the two, playing the Packers in the seven. That's kind of weird. Um, I got the Vikings in the three, playing the Falcons in the six. And I got the Eagles in the four, playing the Bucks in the five. Um, coming up just short, you got the Seahawks and the Cardinals. A little bit behind that, like with seven or eight, you got the Lions and the Cowboys. And then everybody else, because I don't like anybody else out of the NFC. But the NFC is infinitely more talented than the AFC, and that's something I learned. Because I had to – it was hard to pick who I wanted in the NFC and – it was just kind of tough. It it was tough trying to figure out who could get in easier in the AFC. If that just kind of tells you who I what group of teams I think is better. But anyway, in the wild card round, I got the Saints beating the Packers. I basically got the NFC South sweeping their opponents in the first round. I got the Saints beating the Packers. I got the Buccaneers beating the Eagles, and I got the Falcons beating the Vikings. I'm a Falcons fan. I think that might be opportunistic, but 
I don't like the Vikings enough to really warrant them over the Falcons. Their defense isn't dominant. Their offense isn't dominant. Um, I got the Saints beating the Bucks and Tom Brady. Drew Brees at this point is better than Tom Brady. I think that's pretty simple. Um, and I got the Falcons upsetting the 49ers. That's also opportunistic. But we beat them last year with a much worse team. So I think that it's definitely possible. So on to the championships, I guess. Uh, I got the Chiefs over the Ravens in Baltimore because we never got to see this matchup, but I think Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. I think he'll show that in this game. I think he's got a better overall offense, and I think that's pretty straightforward than Lamar does. <clears throat> the defenses are about the same, so I just say it goes to the Chiefs. And then I had to knock the Falcons out at some point, so I got the Saints beating them. And I got the Saints over the Chiefs because I didn't want to repeat champion. And I think the Saints are the only team that can reasonably beat them. And because the Chiefs got better. The Chiefs got better over the offseason. But I think the Saints are the only team with the offensive power and the defensive wherewithal to beat them. But I guess that's just my opinion. Um, I guess like it if you liked it, I guess. Um, thank you for viewing. This is the Sporting Biggin'.